0: God gives Moses the words to be used by the priest to bestow the Lord's protection on the people. This threefold blessing is appropriate at the start of a new year. A reading from the book of Numbers. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, thus you will bless the Israelites. You shall say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they put my name on the Israelites and I shall bless them. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Because God sent Jesus to save us, we no longer need the guardianship of the old covenant. God has adopted us as his children so we can inherit his kingdom. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. When the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir, through God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Thanks Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory Glory to you, Lord Lord Christ. Christ. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. Christ. Be seated, please. How many of you were up late partying last night? Yeah, me too. (laughs) Not really. Happy New Year. And Merry Christmas. It's the eighth day of Christmas. We have 12 to go. I mean, 12 altogether. So the 5th of January is the 12th day of Christmas. The 6th is the Epiphany. Um, Make sure you get them all in there. This day, the eighth day of Christmas, um, used to be in the old prayer book called the Feast of the Circumcision. We changed that. We didn't like putting that on our signs out front, so (laughs) we changed it to Holy Name Day. Um, It's interesting. The eighth day, almost every culture um, that had sacrifice had some sort of a sacrifice on the eighth day after a child was born. Um, Even the church kept something. We called it the churching of women. Um, we don't do that so much anymore either. But it was the way for the father to claim the child as his own. Um, in most cultures, it was the sacrifice of an animal. Um, the father would sacrifice and cook an animal at home, and that meant this child was his, or he claimed it as his. For Jews, if the child was a boy, um, it was circumcision. Um, there would be something else done for a girl, Um, probably the sacrifice of a dove or something like that. And then also the name would be given at the same time. So Joseph, in this story, is claiming Jesus as his own child. Um, So we celebrate today the Holy Name Day. It's not a bad thing to do on the first day of the year and to think about our names. Um, Of course, the name Jesus is a transliteration from Hebrew into Greek of Yeshua, um, when you transliterate it straight into English, it comes out Joshua. Um, it's, it means Yahweh saves. So that was the reason the child was given that name by the angel. But think about your name. Our name locates us in community. If you're in a grocery store and someone down the aisle behind you calls your name, you're bound to turn around. Even if you have a common name and you think they're talking to somebody else, you spin around to see if it's you that they're talking to. Um, your name sort of compels you to do that. So by us having been given God's name, remember in the Old Testament Moses is given God's name and we're given the name of Jesus, part of the, what's being said is that we now have a handle. When we call, God must pay attention. Um, God spins around in the grocery store when God hears God's name. But it also locates us within a community. Think about all of the nicknames that you've had through your life. My daughters um, have had lots and lots of nicknames, all given by me at different stages in their life. And um, when I call them by one of those nicknames, they know sort of what, what I'm talking about. Um, It locates us in the communities that are important to us. Remember um, the old TV show Cheers, um, the the theme song for that, where everybody knows your name. You want to go to a place where everybody knows your name. So they have some kind of claim on us. It locates us in that web of relationships and gives us our identity. In Sudan, at least in Louis, they give names differently than we do here. Here... You know, the parents are expecting a child, and, and if they've had an ultrasound and know whether it's a boy or a girl, they pick a name. If they don't, they pick two names, go to the hospital, and that's what they name the child. Often it's a family name, sort of relates to a grandparent or something like that. But in Sudan, the community names the child. Um, and it, it might not happen right at the birthday. It might happen even several months later. So the family has to have some name by which to refer to this child. And so you will often meet people whose nickname is the day of the week on which they were born. Um, the bishop in the diocese of Mundry was Bishop Monday because he had been born on Monday. That wasn't his given name, but that's how his family referred to him. My, my dear friend, Manyugugu, um, his real name is Darius. Manyugugu means the one who walks with a heavy step. Evidently, as a kid, he stomped around the place, and so they called him Manugugu. And then when it came time to name him, he was named Darius. Then you're also given a baptismal name, so often somebody will introduce themselves with three names. But it's the community that names a child, and they may not pick the name that the parents had in mind. Um, it's often the mother's union that comes to the to the hut, and they look at this child and say, nope, that's not an Elizabeth, you, you're wrong, it's something else, and they will pick the name um, for the child. So it locates us in community. So we're here on this first day of the year to think about ourselves being located here. The Old Testament talks about Moses giving Aaron instruction to bless the people of Israel and name over them God's name. When we are baptized, we are given the name Christian. Christian simply means little Christ. Um, It's the diminutive of the word Christ, and so we are all a bunch of little Christs running around. We have been given that name. We belong to the church. We belong to this community. This is a place where people know our name. And they claim us. They claim us whether we're being grumpy or we're in a good mood or whatever it is. They, they claim us. And, and as you've been here longer, you may even hear your, you know, yourself being referred to, oh, she's just being blank or he's just being whatever that name is. We know you well enough to know how you behave. You're known here and you're claimed here. So we start off the new year reminding ourselves of whose we are. We are claimed by God and claimed by this community. Not a bad way to start. Just as Jesus was claimed by Joseph and claimed by us, God incarnate a member of our community, a member to the extent that we have a name and even nicknames for Jesus. I mean, think of the the string of names that we give him. We belong. We belong to God and we belong to this place. Not a bad way to begin the new year. Amen.